From the studios of WFAN, this is Mike Zahn for Ancestor on the Fan on this sizzling hot summer-like Monday, the 12th day of the month of June. A lot to do today as summer has obviously arrived. It arrived yesterday in a big way. It's here for a couple of days. Should be a hot day in the city tonight and tomorrow. Uh, And a very telling uh, sports weekend and a big one. We'll get to the basketball as they will play game five tonight, and we'll see if things can get more interesting or this will end this evening. The hockey ends last night, a late goal and then an open net uh, by an old uh, familiar face, and uh, the Penguins win their uh, back-to-back Stanley Cups. Uh, amazing. Every commission I see now gets booed off the stage wherever I see him. It's unbelievable. Bemming get booed off the stage. You know, Goodell booed off the stage. Every time you see one, they get booed off the stage. It's unbelievable. Um, but be that as it may. But we begin with baseball because this was a very, very big and very telling baseball weekend. Uh, as the Yankees go west to take on the Angels, they not only went from being, as Cashman called them, dangerous they went to downright scary, and they sent a message to the American League with what they did to the Red Sox and the Orioles. They sent a message to everybody, led, of course, by the otherworldly performance by a judge. I mean, it's like he's from a different planet right now, the way he's playing. But the Yankee season took off after that opening loss to the Red Sox knocking off five games in a row, embarrassing, embarrassing the Orioles. I mean, when you have a laugher in a game, when your starting pitcher pitches two innings and it's a laugher, that's embarrassing the other team. I mean, that, that's downright embarrassing the Orioles. And they did. They flat out embarrassed them. They pounded them into submission one after another, and you knew it was coming. I mean, it's a, you know, it's like a, a normal thing now. It's five in the first. So the Yankees not only sent a message, this five-game winning streak before they went west against the two teams in the hottest pursuit was an, an enormous message. And we understand the season Houston's having, okay? We, we do understand that. We, and, no, and they're not going anywhere. We know that. But the bottom line is the Yankees went from, wow, they're a nice story, Wow, these kids are a nice story. Wow, CC's a nice story. And Severino Montgomery doing well. To now, they are looked at a little differently. They have gone from question mark to being the real thing, a serious thing, because they're not just beating people. They're, they're pounding them into, the, into oblivion. They're getting pitching for the most part, the Tanaka aside. You know, and don't worry about what happened with the starting pitching yesterday. They, for the most part, are getting, you know, really good performances from four-fifths of the rotation and a couple of really stellar performances. We know how good the back of the pen is, and it's going to get better very soon with Chapman's return. And the offense has been just unbelievable. So the Yankees now hit mid-June with a 600-win percentage with the second-best record in the American League, the third best record in baseball, and who would believe that Colorado would have the second? But they're having the same kind of year the Yankees are, where they're just surprising and stunning everybody, but there comes a point where it's no longer surprising. And I think the Yankees reached that point this past week. So for the Yankees, as they go west to take on the Angels, take on Oakland, there's nothing out there that's going to scare them. 
Uh, they are in a tremendous spot, and I think now they have completely changed the way everybody looks at them and how they look at themselves. I don't think there's any question about that. Number two, the Mets are coming into this pivotal part of the season, and reinforcements came and delivered to at least give them, as they open this stuff up with the Cubs tonight, at least gives them a modicum of hope. Because what happened was what had to happen. The last go-round, with the exception of DeGrom, the last go-round with the pitchers has been exceptional. They blew a game in the pen, otherwise they get a sweep in Atlanta. Cespedes comes back, and yes, they're handling him very carefully. Comes back and does what Cespedes does. Breaks a game open. That's what he does. So he comes back and performs. But more importantly, what they got was starting pitching, if you look. And yes, Gaselman seems to have found himself. The Mets toying with the six-man rotation. Harvey gave you five much-improved innings. Lugo and Matt's delivered the way you hope they would deliver. So from that standpoint, all of a sudden, they got a full turn, the Grama side. They got a full turn. And you had to be very happy with what you saw out of the starting rotation, which makes things much easier on the bullpen. Takes the pressure off everybody, takes the pressure off the defense, takes the pressure off the offense, takes the pressure off the bullpen. And no one's saying that it's time to have a party with the Mets. There's still five games under 500, and they are right now up against it. Cubs, Nationals, Dodgers on the road. Cubs, Nationals home. Three with the Cubs starting tonight. Four with the Nationals starting Thursday. No day off into L.A. So they are going to see the best of the National League. Record aside for the Cubs, the best of the National League. And we're going to find out something about the Mets right now. Is this rotation going to lift them? Is it going to give them something? Is Mats and Lugo's presence and Cespedes' presence and what you're getting from Wheeler, what you're getting from your know, hope with one start just from Harvey, but it was better. If DeGrom jumps up there tonight in that start against Lackey, and, you know, the Cubs, if you look at what's wrong with the Cubs, there's only one thing wrong with the Cubs. You got a couple of guys not hitting, but that's not the story. If you look, last year their starting pitching was off the charts. Game in, game out. Their starting pitching is up about two full runs per game. That's all it is. They're all struggling. Last year they were all sizzling. Now they're all struggling. And that is the reason why the Cubs are where they are. Now they're not in any trouble because of where they are, and they're in a very, very you know soft division. So at 500, they find themselves a game out. But the Cubs, after 62 games, are not where anybody expected they'd be. And they have played a lot more games at home than they have on the road. And they've played badly on the road. So let's see if that continues as they open up this series. Lackey against DeGrom. And for the Mets to come in having gotten some well-pitched games, get Cespedes back, get a little life Flores on fire, get a little life into the franchise right now and let them prove these next seven games. Go out there and win both these series. You don't have to sweep either team. Go out there and win both these series. Put up a five and two this week against these two teams to show that you're back and that you're going to make a run at 500 in the next month and get to the all-star break. Or right now at five under, if this thing unravels, 
in the next 10 games against these teams. If this unravels, well, they're going to find themselves, you know, 8, 10 games on the 500, and then it's not going to matter. So we talked about this week for a long time. We talked about this game, this barrier they were up against, and they got their guys back at the exact right time. So this has become here a very interesting baseball time. The Yankees just went through a big test at home against the Red Sox and the Orioles. They didn't pass it. They got 110. They didn't get a B plus. They got an A plus, 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 and they took the test away. I mean, that's how bad it was. And now they basically head to the West Coast without a plane uh, the way they're going right now as they take on the Angels tonight. And the Mets went to Atlanta, lost the game to start the series, and you thought, oh, boy, this thing is just going to fall apart. And then they got, a, they got a boost when Cespedes hit the Grand Slammer. He came back and breathed a little life into it. Then it was followed up by Mats, followed up by Lugo, and now they find themselves at least having won three games in a row when they come home here and at least give you a, a, a sliver of hope here as they take on the Cubs this evening that they can do something this week and show that they're still going to have a season and take a run at a wild card in the National League. It's crazy to think they're going to win this division from where they are. The Nationals are still 14 games over five hundred. But if they want to even put a dent in the Nationals, they better do it this week as the Nationals come in from four looking to bury them. And looking to bury them is the word later this week. But right now, this baseball season, for the Mets, is at least alive. And for the Yankees, has taken a completely, completely different turn to where now this start is no longer a start. Now it's, now it's a season. And in a lot of regards, an overpowering season led by a guy right now who, with Trout on the bench, is the best player in the American League. I mean, that's all you can say. There's nothing else to say about it. Hands down, he's the MVP. Hands down. Now, we've been waiting around here for Chris. He's been in and out, in and out, mostly out, uh, for uh, his wife, Sarah, to finally have a baby. They finally, uh, it finally happened. Born Sunday at uh, 3.12 a.m. Chris and Sarah McGonagall had Thomas Vito. I don't think the next name is called. Oh, no, but I don't think so. But it's Thomas Vito McGonagall. Thomas Vito McGonagall. Eight pounds, four ounces. If you know Chris, you can have a big baby. That's all there is to it. Plus, the baby was passed due date. So the baby had been there a while. So it was going to be rather large, and it is. That's not overpowering, but it's big. Eight pounds, four ounces, everybody doing well. Uh, and so now he's got, to, I don't know how many more. What does he got to do to catch you? He's got to catch, four more to catch you? What yeah, you I, five? Think I think, you think five? I got him. You got him. Well, right now you do anyway. So, it's, uh, so congratulations. Everybody doing well. So we send that along. We got a lot to do today. We'll get to all the baseball. We have Yankee tickets to give away each hour, okay? We have the uh, Jersey Mike's uh, Monday giveaways, the Yankees and the Texas Rangers. So if you want to see the Yankees when they come home and the Yankee tickets are going to get hotter and hotter the way they're playing, you can win tickets each hour right here during the program. And the Grand Slam uh, giveaway. For today, our team is the 72-73 Knicks on a day that the 
basketball season can come to a close. And I think most people think it will, and for the Warriors, it better, because otherwise this series could, could get to be a lot of fun, but th- that's really putting the cart before the horse. There's a lot, lot that has to happen right tonight, and I, it's a long shot at best. But uh, tonight, game five, today, 72-73 Knicks are the team that we will profile and have one player mentioned each hour. The Grand Slam giveaway, give you a chance to win VIP tickets to our uh, November 15th sold-out program at the Tiller Center. You get tickets in the first three rows. You get to go to the cocktail party. Uh, and the only place you can get these is right here on the program. Be listening. There's a clue each hour. Then in the 5 o'clock hour, we ask you to give us back the four players from today's championship team which is the 72-73 Knicks. You do that, you're in, and you win tickets that are uh, uh, going to be It's gonna be a fun night, and I know that there's a lot of folks still looking to go. Well, here's your chance to get in with the Grand Slam giveaway. We're going to give away tickets each day right up until the first day of summer. Then that day, we've got a little special giveaway planned that last Wednesday. But keep listening if you have a chance to win. Uh, each hour, you got to get the the clue, and we have Yankee tickets also. The Grand Slam giveaway in the five o'clock hour. Yankee tickets each hour. A lot to get to. NBA to get to. Uh, Eddie on the on the uh, Mets as they come home. Uh, Ira on the on the NBA uh, is, will be on the NBA as he had to make another trek out to the West Coast as everybody did for a game number five uh, this evening at nine o'clock. And we'll get everything rolling right after this.